The following program is a specialty program. Unless otherwise identified, the participants on the program are not employees of Chorus Entertainment. Opinions expressed may not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Well, if you're wondering where your money is going this week, you're not the only one. Uh, we are sitting here thinking about this topic and have been for some time because this is the time of concern. This is the time when cycles change. When the clock ticks forward past 12 high noon and into the trough for stock markets, when the world becomes concerned about the word we never like to talk about, recession, and when assets like the ones we discuss here on The Real Money Show, gold and silver, perform very well. You are tuned into The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. We have a motto. If you can't hold it, you don't own it. It is all about physical hard assets, gold, silver, natural fancy colored diamonds. We want to thank you for tuning in. Myself, the host of the show, Darren Long, Vice President of Sales with Guildhall Wealth Management, and my colleague, Jeremy Wiseman, Vice President of Guildhall Wealth Management. Jeremy, welcome to the show. I will give the number for the listeners that are concerned, that are thinking what's happening in these markets, that have watched the topsy-turvy up-downs of momentum shifts and are wanting to protect themselves with gold and silver. Call the number, one eight seven seven eight silver or go to the website, guildhallwealth.com. Jeremy, this week was an interesting one because on the heels of last week, there definitely was great concern that coming into the markets on Monday, there would be dreadful moments of despair, that there is going to be depression all over the place because we have a lot happening right now in the world. And let's use today's show to, to just touch base on a few things. The cycle that we find ourselves currently in, where gold and silver are at, the major topics, obviously we're not going to shy away from talking about COVID-19, the coronavirus and its impact potentially on the markets in general, and just the overall sense of what our clients are thinking right now and what they're relaying to us are their concerns about the marketplace and why they're finding such solace, such excitement and such passion and emotion by connecting with the world of physical precious metals, and natural fancy colored diamonds. So sure. again, welcome to the show. Um, I guess let's call this week the, the friends and family bounce week uh, because basically the stock markets kind of rebounded somewhat, although as we're taping today, they seem to be dropping again. Mm -hmm. And it's like, uh, it's like the bankers and the planners having the shock of their life last week and then saying, hey, friends and family, we're going to run the market back up this week so that you can get out. And once you're out, then we'll all get out and then the... Lonely little poor investor will get slapped again. Equally, we got that uh, friends and family dip last week we did. in precious metals, and was that fantastic. was that was a fantastic dip. We talked about uh, let's let's talk about what we talked about last week, Darren. For mm -hmm. those listeners who are just getting caught up, uh, we said that the Fed would lower interest rates. Mm -hmm. uh, we said that there would probably we be a right combined about that, combined central bank effort, and lo and behold, Canada lowered the whole interest rates. Whole world. What has it done? Stock market's now back into free fall. It came a couple of days of, uh, you know, basically a couple of days off is what it did. I mean, where investors got excited for about 48 hours. And as we taped the show here on Thursday afternoon, the, the largest part of the stock market, the Dow 30 in the U.S., is off some 800 points again, mm -hmm. uh, giving back everything that it gained over the last couple the of days. The difference between last week and this week is that now gold is going up. 
Right. While so, we sit here and talk, gold and silver are both up on the day. Yeah. Uh, gold is up some 3% today. And it was up 3% yesterday. Which is exciting. So it made its comeback from the from the losses from last week, which, again, my contention is not necessarily that it was people dumping gold because they needed cash. My contention was that it was the paper shorts in the market that were clearing out uh, their their positions. And lo and behold, this week, you can see that those positions have been eradicated to a great extent. So I think that uh, you know, hey, listen, look around you. Look at who's recommending gold right now, Darren. It seems that uh, a lot of people are joining the bandwagon. Jeff Gunlack, who he's he's touted gold in the past. He was just on CNBC just before we got onto the, the air here, and he was saying gold's going infinitely higher. Uh, there's an article right here in front of us that says gold has, quote-unquote, immunity to coronavirus. So you've got... A lot of different entities out there now looking at gold. It's the safe haven asset. But I think, Darren, one thing that we should be discussing is this idea of why all of a sudden do you get your safe haven when you think you need it? Like you don't buy insurance after you get into a car crash or after your house catches fire. You have to have it beforehand. And so in that sense, congratulations to everyone who's been involved in gold over the past few years because gold has gone, what, from a, a low in the market in 2015 of 1080 an ounce. Now we're trading uh, above $1,600 an ounce. So, um, And this is just the beginning. Well, when we come back from break, let's talk about Goldman because they wrote the article uh, or talked about the idea of gold having immunity to the coronavirus. We won't shy away from the topic. And they've redefined their uh, expectations for gold as well as a very special uh, part of their report, which is talking about the possibility of what gold does in the next 12 months based on what the coronavirus might represent to the marketplace as a whole. We're also going to talk about silver. If you want to add silver or gold physically to your portfolio, then call the number one eight seven seven eight silver or go to the website guildhallwealth.com. There you can find some information. It's free of charge. We'll send it out to you. And when we come back, we'll talk more about those products and the market at large. You are tuned into The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. If you'd like a free investor package or to subscribe to Guildhall's premier market newsletters, absolutely free of charge, then please call one eight seven seven eight silver That's one eight seven seven eight silver Or go to the website guildhallwealth.com. I want to welcome you back to The Real Money Show, and thank you for staying tuned. We are talking about, in particular, Jeremy, a very interesting week that was and how our assets, which are hard assets, which are physical assets, how they performed and what our expectations are. And we were just saying in the break that sometimes people who are excited about the opportunity and passionate about the opportunity bring with them their more traditional mindset, which is a stock-related mindset, which could be a buy-and-sell mindset. It could be a day-trading mindset, as opposed to a more traditional approach, which is to own an asset like this for insurance, for long-term growth and wealth gain and preservation with opportunities to buy and sell. And I say this because, of course, we saw the price of silver and gold open up tremendously last week from a run that they had had since December. Basically, gold uh, was teetering on 
almost hitting 1800 an ounce, 1700 an ounce, and uh, silver was teetering on $19 an ounce. Yeah. And those are nice gains, but people who are just fresh to this that just started listening a couple of weeks ago, they might not have realized that the market's been running since December. So these are windows of opportunity in a long-term environment in which if you have the wrong mindset or you approach this from the wrong perspective, yeah. you could miss out on one of the best opportunities you might ever have. Absolutely. And Darren, you and I both know that most people, most people, not our listeners, not our clients, but most people will buy at the absolute top of the market. Well, Paul always in says other words, we'll always buy, sell more at 25 an ounce in silver and 30 and 40 an ounce in silver than we will at 17 an ounce. And I've always said that people... Seeing is believing, and people need to see those those ridiculously high prices to believe that they can actually get there, and that's when they decide to put their 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 feet in the in the water or dive right, right in. Right. Um, you know, listen, uh, I'll give you a perfect example. I had a client last week who simply just took his, his a good friend's advice to get into the market. He's been pushing him in towards gold for a long time. He didn't want to go all in last week. He he put half the position in on the dip. And then called me the next day because the price was up three, four percent. And, uh, you know, he, he decided at that point, oh, wait a minute, I need to discuss the costs of doing business here. And that's because he's very much used to the stock mentality. Right. No cost to buy, no, virtually no cost to buy, virtually no cost to sell, you know, fast trades. 3%, great, you've made your money, you can sell, those sorts of things. Or stocks that could balloon 8% in a day, uh, get your trade done, I'm out of the market. Mm -hmm. However, after I gave them the sort of the long format version of why people do physical precious metals, physical precious metals, Darren, I'm not talking about paper investments, I'm talking about actual physical, he totally understood, he was he was right in there. He was so happy he had his product, and uh, I think I think we're going to end up having a great, great um, you know relationship over the next few years. And and that's the thing: you cannot approach this with an investor mentality. This is the insurance part of your portfolio, gold and silver. This is something that you will always own. Now you might you might vary the amount that you own. You know, some people are up to over 50, 60% ownership in precious metals. Some people say, nope, 10, 15% is enough. Prices up over the last couple of years, you could be selling some just to position your portfolio. Um, but it is the insurance part of your portfolio. And it's to me, it's not necessarily an investment per se, as it is a way to protect wealth. Because right now, as you know, Darren, they've just lowered interest rates. The, the debts are ballooning. Where is the value of the dollar? This is a big discussion. I don't know about you, Darren, but I get into this all the time. I ask people, what's the value of the Canadian dollar? Instantly, what's their answer? Well, they they're not they don't know. They don't know how to quantify it. They compare it. They know to it has some value or they are able to give you some anecdote, but they'll give you a comparison. Well, it can buy me this. Or they'll compare to the U.S. dollar. Right. Well, it's it's 1.34 to the U.S. dollar. Oh, okay. Well, what's the you value? You need a comparison. So if you didn't have that comparison, what's the value of the dollar? Or what's the – and now you're – what's the value of the U.S. dollar? Mm -hmm. What's that compared to? Well, that's – they reversed it. Well, that's uh, 74 cents against the Canadian. It's like, well – it's it's the same the the point here is that there's no way to understand the real value of the dollar and this is where things get into big big trouble and we can talk about more of that in the next segment
Well, let's put it out very clearly that when we do come back, uh, silver and gold represent fantastic, tremendous opportunities right now. And I'd like to make the case that in my 16 years of being here with Guildhall, there has never been a better moment in time, I think, to approach this from the perspective that we discuss every week, which is if you're going to own gold and silver, own it because it's insurance own it because now you have a real growth opportunity to grow your wealth while keeping it insured and own it because it protects what you already have. And that's the most important takeaway for me in being here and talking with people. So when we come back, let's focus more on how do they get it into their accounts? What type of accounts are available? What type of products? I mean, we talk about all those things and really help a person to take that next step journey into getting uh, some gold and silver into their portfolio. You are tuned into The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. one eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealthcom That's the website and the number you can call to own some of this product we're discussing, talking about whether it's in your registered accounts. Obviously, the deadline is coming gone. Maybe it's for the TFSA that you want to focus on now. And uh, now maybe you want to make contributions for this tax year. That can all be accomplished easily and with the help of all of us here at Guildhall, whether it's gold, silver, a combination of both metals, it is physical, it is holding your hand, tangible wealth, and you can always, always guaranteed access your product and hold on to it in your own hand as well. Jeremy, we were talking about silver and gold a minute ago, and really I just entered that conversation with the mentality that this is a real opportunity, uh, that these don't come along very often, that we don't get them. We're in a bull market again. Uh, We've seen the tides turn. We're thinking recession. It's inevitable at some point, obviously, but it's more likely than ever uh, before based on market conditions. There's a lot of concerns in the short term right now that there is uncertainty that lies ahead and we want to talk about gold and silver in particular and uh, the broader perspectives. What are the product types that are being sold right now? How do I get it into my portfolio? Um, you know, you say it's physical. We talk about it being physical. What does that mean? So um, essentially with Guildhall, what we've done is we deal only with products that are considered LBMA approved, that's London Bullion Market Association. What that means is they set the benchmark standard for quality uh, by certain refiners around the globe and they'll put them on the good delivery bar list, which means these particular refiners um, are globally recognized. So Royal Canadian Mint, you can sell that anywhere around the globe, they know what it is. Um, I had a, a client come in last week, he wanted to sell carrot bars back to me. Um, unfortunately, we that's not an LBMA-approved product. I, I actually went to the website and it said, we produce our product with LBMA-approved products, which I was with my client at the time and he said, well, that doesn't sound right. I said, no, it doesn't. If you melt down a Royal Canadian Mint Gold Bar, what do you have? You have a, something that's non-LBMA-approved now. <laughs> so you want to be able to ensure your liquidity. And to, in, to assure your liquidity, you have to make sure you're buying products that are recognized all around the globe. And that's what we do at Guildhall. So yes, there's a variety of bars and coins that you can get. We always recommend that people come to the office if they can, hold the different products in their hand and get a sense of what works for them. So for example, with, with silver, there's 100-ounce bars, kilo bars, 10-ounce bars, uh, 5-ounce bars, 1-ounce bars, 1-ounce coins. It's a lot of variety, even if it's not a large variety of, of 
refiners for that product, but uh, you want to get a sense of what's going to work for you most. You know, one of the questions I often get is with gold. Surprisingly, one ounce bars of gold offer the best value for money. And you don't really get additional value until you move up to the kilo bar, which is 32.15 ounces. Well, unless you have the ability to buy five kilo bars, you're probably always better off to stick with the one ounce bars. And these are the type of things that we help guide each individual client with, giving that sort of, uh, again, guidance for helping them get the most out of their portfolio, make sure that they have the liquidity in their portfolio. And these are things that you don't get when you go somewhere where you're dealing with someone who's not an expert, even if they deal in the product. Um, financial institutions, they don't, they don't have the background in precious metals that we do. So they can say, yes, we have this or that. What do you want? Right. And you make the basic assumption as a buyer that they would have that expertise, but far often isn't, it's not the case. Far more often it's not the case that they have that expertise. And, uh, far more often it's that they're a jack of all trades versus being an expert in one. And the reason I love talking about silver and gold is because over this period of time that we've been here and in this marketplace, I can't think of a better place to understand all the logistics of different product types and what is good product versus what is just okay product and yeah. why there is a difference between what is LBMA versus not LBMA. Let us as the experts make that determination for you and make it easy because what we have to offer you can't go wrong with any of it is just fine. So when it comes to silver, uh, the reality is, Jeremy, right now that window is opened up on silver. And one thing that we were discussing between uh, takes here is the um, gold to silver ratio, which this week hit an all-time high it's crazy. In, in our existence here yeah. as Guildhall. Since we opened up our doors, it was over, I think, 95 to 1. And that just means that gold started surging ahead, as it often does in a bull market. You will see gold, gold miners, they all move ahead and start gaining value and steam. And then silver plays catch-up. But when it plays catch-up, we'll talk to you about this when we come back. It is absolutely fantastic to be part of that because from a percentage standpoint, uh, trough to peak, these are some of the most incredible moments as an investor that you will ever experience. We want you to own gold. We want you to own silver, but you have to call the number to get the free information. one eight seven seven eight silver or guildhallwealth.com, which is our website. Whether you're putting it into storage, whether you want to buy it and take it home, Maybe put it into a registered account or later in the show, we'll even talk about allocated financing where you can finance up to 80% of your metals purchase, which means you keep a lot of powder nice and dry for other opportunities. We are You are listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Well, the crazy week that was has left us with a feeling that there must be some sense of urgency in your planning, in your wealth, in the way you approach the protection of your wealth. And that's what gold and silver offers. I mean, we didn't make this up. We're not reinventing the wheel. We're just going back to a market that for you know hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, thousands of years, has been there for people, has protected purchasing power, has staved off the elimination of your wealth because you owned it. You know, it's been around for a very long time. And right now, gold and silver have not had just one bull market. 
that's from 2002 to 2011, we're here for another. Yep. And who gets that opportunity in life? So let's talk about that for a minute, Jeremy, and what that means to us. Um, real U.S. five-year yields based on five-year tips declined by 13 basis points on Tuesday, and they settled at a negative rate for the very first time. This is negative value in uh, five-year yields okay, okay. in the U.S., um, and that followed the Fed's emergency 50 uh, basis point rate cut. And that day, gold had a huge day. On Tuesday, it gained 49 plus dollars an ounce. And we settled that day just over 16.40. And now we're up and off of that again, and we're running higher. And if you look at that particular example, you don't need to know what tips and how yields work and everything like that. What it's basically saying is unfortunate negative real interest rates are starting to potentially rear their head again in the U.S. Now, believe it or not, we've actually seen this before. Back in 2011, the same thing happened. Five-year yields settled below 0% in real terms. And for the first time in history, gold on that day was $1,600 an ounce. Believe it or not, very close <laughs> okay. to where we're right now. Over the following month, one month, 30 days, gold made its largest one-month gain in history, going from 1600 an ounce all the way up to a record close in August on the 22nd, 2011 at 1889 an I, ounce. I should, I should pick up some more gold today, sounds well, like. If history is repeating itself, and we often talk about that being the case, I think it's a lot better for a gold investor this time around. I think not only is the next month looking great, and you should be owning it now, but those who already own it and are in a position to, to add to their portfolio, maybe take some of that profit off the table, get rid of those stocks they're uncertain about, they should be getting into this. But Jeremy, the, you, you know, you bring up something interesting right there, Darren, is that, you know, people are very committed to their stocks. And we're not advisors, but the the at least the Dow has given back what enough that brings you back to like October of 2019, and I think it is something to consider of saying, okay, well if I've given back some of these profits here, what are you going to do? Keep holding on, keep holding on, keep holding on. Maybe it's time to speak to your advisor and say, so what's the plan, buddy? Like how are we going to handle this now? Um, is it time to start taking some major profits off the table? Uh, those sorts of things. So look. This is this is do you you have to wonder if you have the time to to wait this all out. Everyone's all talking about the length of the stock market. You got to be in for the long term. Well, what if you're in your 50s or 60s? How much long term can you handle? None of the issues have been solved since 2008. They papered over it. And here we are on the verge of another recession and the Fed has zero place to go. They can't they don't have 6.66% to play with, right? So what are you going to do? Well, I'll tell you what you're going to do. If you're an investor, you're going to wise up. First, don't bury your head. Don't think about it this time. You've got a, a reprieve, a, a state of elimination, if you will. The last time this happened, it just kept going. It didn't stop. The stock market kept losing, losing, losing. And four, five, six months later, we sat there and talked to people who had lost half their wealth. This time, you've got a small break, a little window, if you will, to really dive in and look at your wealth. Don't be passive. 
You got to protect yourself now. Yeah, and you know, look, the Fed is boxed in. Printing money and lowering interest rates if there's supply disruptions isn't going to put someone back to work at a factory. It's mm -hmm. as simple as that. Mm -hmm. So, it, you know, this is just more smoke and mirrors, and they're trying to stave off the inevitable. And I understand that. Okay, you're trying to stop the stock market from going down, but even when you lower interest rates, no one's buying it now. They're, the market's going down anyway. So the fear is more contagious than the actual, uh, you know, trick that's pushing this down, which ultimately has nothing to do with the fundamentals right. of what's been happening. Here is the key. The stated inflation rate is 2%, which means you're losing 2% of your purchasing power every year, according to the government. Now, every single person that I speak to and I ask, are, are your cost of, of living only going up by 2% a year? your gas, your groceries, your entertainment, your health club, your your private schools, your insurance policies, or all of these things, um, your, your health insurance, whatever, are they only going up by 2% a year? And everyone says, no, it's probably more like five or, or more. So wait a minute, that means sitting in cash, I'm losing 3%. It's like having a 10-year negative yielding bond, right? Whereas if I put it into a 10-year negative yielding bond, I, I lose 1%. I get less in 10 years than what I got just now. But if I hold cash, I end up with even less. Well, actually, no, you end up with more or less in, in the negative yielding bond. But if you just hold it in cash, you lose. Well, And gold has averaged close to 10% a year in Canadian dollars for the last 20 years through good times and bad. So why wouldn't you have a portion of your portfolio in that to protect against wealth? I had a client come in uh, the other day. He said, what do I tell to someone who's coming into a lot of money? I said, you tell them that everyone is going to want to have their hand in your pocket. And if you own gold, no one has a hand on that. It's yours. No one can take from it. No one can, can whittle you away with, with uh, you know, transaction fees and things like that management fees and things like that, you own it. No one else can touch it. That's it. There's no counterparty risk. And anything that you have, stocks, certificates, bonds, all of these things, they all have other counterparties on the other side of that providing a new risk for you. So it's all about trust. Now the question is, we getting back to the dollar value, Darren, is well, where does the value of the dollar? Well, it's, it's all based on trust. Now how much money do they print before you go, I don't trust it anymore? And what do you do once you stop trusting? You have to own something that is trustable. And you can throw an ounce of gold into the ground for 2,000 years plus, bring it out, it's still the same thing. I call that trust. Well, I call that smart. And if you want to put the two together, smart and trust, that for me is gold in a nutshell. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about it. And that example we were discussing about how in one month in 2011, gold rose $288 an ounce. It's all-time fastest growing month in history. And why that's going to be repeated now, in our opinion, we'll also talk about where it has to go in order to duplicate that same exact situation this Ooh, time around. That's exciting. It is. And we'll talk also about consumerism, why it is considered the last bastion of support in this economy right now. That and much, okay. much more. You are tuned into The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management to get some gold and silver to own these assets. Call the number one eight seven seven eight silver or go over to guildhallwealth.com. That's our website. The package is free. The information is free. We will help you every step of the way. It's our promise 
to you to support you through this journey. That and much, much more when we come back. You are tuned in to Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. If you were listening to the last segment, we were talking on The Real Money Show, welcome back, by the way, from the break, uh, about the fact that back in 2011, in one month, under similar circumstances, the price of gold went from 1600 where it is roughly in the same price range right now, up to an astounding $1,889 an ounce on August the 22nd, which was its highest single day fixed close. On that same day, I will add, it also touched its all-time high, which was $1,923 an ounce. U.S. U.S. It's now in all-time highs in... Canadian, pretty much every other currency. Euro, that's correct. It's hitting, and it continues to hit them. God forbid you look at countries like Turkey and Venezuela, where I don't think they even track the price of gold at this point. It's gone too too, too high, high above the all-time highs. So, you know, look, you got to look at those other currencies as well and say, what's happening in those currencies that I should be now concerned about the U.S. dollar? Because, look, it's it's the last bastion, as you kind of, a word uh, that you used in the last segment. Well, if, in fact, we want to compare apples to apples, uh, we also have to compare what it is that uh, was happening during that period of time. The M2 money supply, which is the printed dollar value uh, of currency in the U.S. at that point in time in 2011 happened to be $9.2 trillion. So by comparison, where is that today? Well, in 2020, as of yesterday, that value now stands at 15.5 trillion. From where? From 9.2 to 15.5. To that means it's basically about 67 to 68% higher. Yeah, and the debts, I mean, the debts back then were in the Crazy. Te low teens. Yes. Now we're at 23 and counting. We've doubled the, it. The Fed's been... It's crazy. The, 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 when the Fed was was raising interest rates and paying off the, the balance sheet, they paid off maybe a little under a trillion mm -hmm. of, of, of what... That, that was like less than 25% of what they'd put on in the last decade. And... Uh, 2019 uh, throughout 2019 they took it all away mm -hmm. and then now they've been putting tens of billions into the repo market every day i'm sure that the that the balance sheet is probably if it if it's not back to where it was i'm sure it's starting it will increase beyond that and the, again talking about trust how big does their balance sheet have to get before you say the fed doesn't know what they're doing it they're beyond being able to help the system at this point I got to protect myself. Well, that's just it. So if we compare those apples to apples, Jeremy, in fact, if the same thing were to happen over the next month, the price of gold wouldn't go to $1,888 or $89 okay. an ounce. It would, in fact, have to go all the way up to 2600 an ounce to have fair market value, which means even at this widened extreme ratio of silver to gold of roughly 95, which is the all-time high this week, silver would still have to go up towards $28 an ounce over the next month. Think it's possible? I do think it's possible. I Look, do. Darren, in, in 2010-11, over a 10-month stretch, silver went from below $14 an ounce, something like that, to close to $48 an ounce in like 10 months. So... And now the situations, bigger debts, bigger money being pushed in, um, bigger risk in the system, more globally connect, interconnected, and, uh, and then you've got this wash of fear going across the markets as well. Um, yeah, you could end up seeing $5 swings in silver, uh, $30, $40, $50 swings, $100 swings in gold, 
And look, before gold, gold could easily go past $5,000 an ounce and still be before it's even at a, at a good value. Well, I, it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise many analysts that we talk to. Next week, I'll remind our listeners, we're having Gerald Salente on. He's a favorite to the show, a good friend to the show. We've known Gerald for a very long time, almost 10 years, a decade. And uh, it's delightful to have the opportunity to speak with him. So stay tuned for that. But again, we'd be remiss if we didn't bring it into the conversation, Jeremy. But we always talk about gold and silver and their fundamentals, but then what really moves the market, which is events that drive the market. Yeah. The possibility of recession, a shock in the market, things of that nature. Coronavirus, right? As unfortunate as this is, as much as we'd like to see this disappear completely, uh, there is an effect, and it does have an effect. And economists are saying right now, many of which I've heard, listened to, and debated with uh, personally, and also the ones that we read that are global, big names, uh, have discussed the Canadian and the American economy in general. And what they've said right now is that there really is only one last bastion of support, and that is consumerism. Because the stock market is disconnected right now. Forget about the stock market. It's no longer a key indicator of the health of an economy. Those days are gone. People accept the fact that the markets are manipulated. Oh, yeah. They make a phone call to some some of the banks on Wall Street, and all of a sudden the stock market goes up because all it takes is Mnuchin giving them some money. That's right. And then, boom, they they leverage that, and all of a sudden the market's up a, a 1,000 points. So if consumerism starts to falter, if the people aren't going out and buying the Apple products, buying the iPads, buying the TVs, buying the clothes, buying the shoes, you know, spending money because it's directly correlated to COVID-19 but or coronavirus, Darren, they're, they're already, if that starts to happen. Darren, they're already not spending money. Look that's at right. the retail apocalypse. Have you gone into a mall lately? Oh, I know. Like, I know. You, you can but see the victims of, of the last there's three, still four years. Amazon. There's, there's still no recession, money. but all of a sudden, like, wh- where course. are all these companies that, that were so strong for so many years just disappearing? But yeah, and, and exactly what our point would have been is that a year ago we were talking about this and how it's ended and how it's already started to become a problem. The fundamentals. But ultimately those little moments, those blips, definitely are going to be what alters the path for gold and silver and where gold and silver are maybe trudging along at 10% per year, which is by all standards is incredible. All of the sudden you get a year in which gold... Well, silver went up 70%. Yeah, uh, uh, like more, in, even in like more. 2006 or something. Ridiculous, like right? I mean, we've had 100 plus percent years. So, I mean, listen, if you are an investor out there, you're worried, you're thinking this is a good asset to own in your portfolio, do the common sense thing. Call the number, one eight seven seven eight silver or go over to the website, guildhallwealth.com. You'll be happy that you did, and maybe you'll find out a thing or two about the other ways that you can invest. And when we come back, Jeremy, in our final segment, we're going to talk about one in particular, which is called allocated financing. That gives you the ability to finance up to 80% of your purchase in gold and silver right now. So stay tuned, folks. We'll be back with the last segment of the show after a short break. You are listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. one silver or guildhallwealth.com. That's the website to go over to as you're listening to The Real Money Show with us here. A big congratulations extended to those that came aboard this week. We're glad to have you as clients. We look forward to working with you. And a tremendous, on a little small side note, amount of 
happiness in this office right now, Jeremy, just exuding this idea that we did so much good work with people leading up to the uh, the end date for 2019 contributions to the RSP well, came and went March the second. I'm, I'm glad you've got time to be happy. I'm too busy. Yeah, to be well, happy. I mean, it's it, but I mean, generally speaking, a bounce around the office, so to yeah. speak. You know, no, there was a lot of people. Mood. There's a lot of people who wanted to to put precious metals in their portfolio as part of their contribution this year, and that mm-hmm. was really great to see that they're putting the they're putting the emphasis on that for this year, saying, I'm going to change direction here. I'm going to contribute to my RSP, and I want that contribution to be physical precious metals. I think that's great. Well, again, one eight seven seven eight silver that's the number to call if you want to give that a try and make 2020 your year to contribute to your registered accounts. We'll help you with that, no problem. Now, we're, we, we were going to talk about how we can use allocated financing and at breakdown, we were just saying that because the Fed lowered interest rates, the cost of borrowing for precious metals just got that much better. Mm-hmm. And uh, that kind of led to our talk about uh, what can happen in uh, real estate markets right now. What do you think? Like the, the They've dropped interest rates in Canada 50 basis points. I think you have a... Um, a flex mortgage or whatnot, variable so rate. variable rate. I do. Sorry. So what what do you think? Are they going to reflate the real estate bubble? Well, first we have an advantage because we're on the inside. We watch these markets daily. We kind of have a sense that recession is coming in. I would have said the same thing to anyone. I'm not a real estate expert. I'm not a mortgage expert, but I would have told you if you had asked me, go get yourself a variable because the climate is changing and we are going to see a significant drop in value in the global markets. What was meant to be a calming effect in this rate drop happening in Canada and the U.S., yeah. a, a, a way to reinstill confidence in the marketplace is inevitably going to become a tool of of a way for us to kill each other because what it's going to do is just cause more debt. We are going to borrow more money this summer than we have in a decade. We're going to see the real estate market go crazy because this comes right on the heels of the front end of spring. And no sooner did I get home yesterday... Yeah. I talk to my wife when I come home in the door, and she's never going to guess what. John, and I'm not going to say her name because then you'll know who they are. Okay. But John and our neighbors were good friends. Their son and my, our son, our youngest, they hang out together. They put their house on the market yesterday morning. And by evening, they had seven viewings. Wow. And I live north of the city. That doesn't happen. Our peak was 2017, spring. Watch the rebound right now because all of a sudden money got real cheap again. And not only that, Jeremy, you were saying in between, what are your thoughts on it getting cheaper? Think it's going to happen? It's going to get even cheaper in the next 12 months. Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, Jeff Gunlack, uh, we mentioned him right at the top of the show. He thinks the Fed's going to lower rates again another 50 points, 50 basis points in a couple weeks. Um, The thing is, is the markets have become so addicted to that debt yeah, they that they that the reaction to it is the opposite of what it should be in the past. I mean, to see the Fed drop rates in the market go down, that's how it should be, mm-hmm. right? But they've been so addicted to this debt. Um, you know, Salente calls it monetary methadone. Mm-hmm. That that things have become so topsy turvy as a result, and and so you know, this can be a good opportunity to finance physical precious metals because they've dropped rates once, they're gonna drop it again, so your cost to borrow the physical product is is better than it's ever been. And now, 
that the ratio between gold and silver is 90 plus to one. It's never been a better time to buy gold. So that ratio we've talked about for a long time on this show, it never fails. It's always a great indicator of value. Silver's undervalued. The rate just dropped for borrowing your physical product. So financing physical precious metals is such a good idea right now. And all you have to do is put up 20, 30%, and then you finance the rest. You can make payments, not make payments. It's completely flexible for you. But you're getting the same, you're still getting that, let's say, 1,000 ounces, but you're only outlaying 300. That's right. That's right. So you are, in essence, uh, using uh, the marketplace and its current situation to take advantage of your purchasing power being way better than it was just a week ago. Price of silver is in a great zone in terms of buy. Gold, I would definitely say consider having both in that portfolio, but the allocated financing account moving forward for the immediate short term, what a fantastic way to put your money to use. Uh, perfect example, uh, today, uh, 50000 in uh, silver, uh, conservative investment wanted to lay out 35% in total. That was including their cost of doing business, uh, 35%, and it cost them 17500 Wow. They get there to control $50,000 worth of silver. The market moves up. They're getting all of that potential buying power back, and that ratio sticks. They can continue to borrow more if they want to, keep their own powder dry, use somebody else's to risk in that market. Equity releases so they could take out some of their initial capital exactly. if they Exactly, and when the market jumps up like it's going to, and it's made a five, six, seven, eight dollar move, start taking that principal right out of there. Take that 17500 and put it right back in your pocket and still have... 50000 worth of metal working for you. I mean, I can't think of a better way to take advantage of it. We didn't create I, it. We just help you to use it. I could. I could think of one other way to do that. What would you like you, to do? You're, you're financing the metal. Silver goes up $5, $10. You've made a ton of money. And what you do with that when you're taking the principal off the table is you put it into a natural fancy colored diamond. Ah. There you go. Let's talk more about that in the coming weeks. A lot to talk about right now uh, regarding silver and gold, but we also love natural fancy colored diamonds. Go to the website, guildhallwealth.com. There you'll find out lots more on all three of those hard assets and how to put them into your portfolio right now. Or call the number to speak directly with us at Guildhall. You can speak with the guys right here, Jeremy, myself, Paul, anyone here at the office can help you out, and we're happy to do so. one 878 Silver. You have been tuned into the Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. A big thank you. And on behalf of Jeremy, we will talk to everyone next week. We hope you have a fantastic week. You're listening to Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. The preceding program is a specialty program. Unless otherwise identified, the participants on the program are not employees of Chorus Entertainment. Opinions expressed may not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.